0: Hello, I'm Darren Heath and I'd like to introduce Caroline Stockman, Chief Executive of the Association of Corporate Treasurers. Today continues our second Strategic Insights series of short podcasts and I'm intrigued to hear more about Leaving Things Behind, which is the title of today's session.
1: Thanks Darren, as ever. I think it's a real art to be able to leave things behind us to learn from them but not let them affect us in a negative way by fixating on them or worrying to a degree which isn't healthy I think we often have a tendency to do just that I'm getting better at how to deal with this but in the past I would be affected for several hours and during that time a lot of my energy was misdirected and wasted on something which I could do nothing about I thought about this a lot and brought the tendency under control thank goodness but I've noticed the problem coming up a lot through the experience of the COVID pandemic and people have been suffering because of it. I've talked with colleagues who've had similar tendencies and experiences and the whole series of lockdown experiences we've been having here in the UK have tended to exacerbate the problem, if not already under control. It's just what stress can do to us. Through the crisis, there have been so many regrets that people have built up whether on the more trivial level, though it might not seem so at the time, such as foregoing a holiday, or the clearly more serious situation where we couldn't say goodbye to a loved one or someone was taken from us before their time. For those latter situations, we may need professional help to see us through these incredibly tough times. But in terms of the many other smaller regrets, for instance, someone mentioning early on in the first UK lockdown that they were regretful because they weren't making any new memories there are some relatively simple steps we can take to stop feeling that terrible sinking feeling of loss we might be experiencing. And don't get me wrong, I feel too that the absence of those things we would normally do to create memories and experiences that we would look back on with pleasure has left a gap. But in some ways that gap has been filled by other new experiences where we've been lucky and where we have had the ability to recognize them we can't go back in time and we can't change forces outside our control. So what can we do? One of the answers is that by being in the present, which we've talked about before in this series, then it's difficult, if not impossible, to also be in the past. By focusing on the here and now and getting on with it, we can shake off some of those negative feelings already. We can also do some of our own mind talk by telling ourselves repeatedly that we can't change what's happened and we need to focus on what we do have under our control, we start to believe that and then can let go of things more readily. We get into a habit of thinking about what we can do, which gives us hope and in turn a more positive frame of mind. In fact, studies show that hope is a big factor in our mental well-being, and Viktor Frankl, the Nazi concentration camp survivor and psychotherapist, points to it as a critical factor for survival. If we keep circling back to regrets and form a view of the world that says there's nothing to look forward to, then we can seriously affect our mental health. And the issue is that we thereby keep increasing the impact, as the more we tell our mind something, the more it believes. That's why, for instance, I recommend restricting watching the news to about once a day. Thinking through some of the positives can also be helpful in terms of letting go of regrets. And this can be on a micro or macro level. We may be lucky enough to experience more of nature during lockdown or it may be the kindness of a stranger. We may observe scientists worldwide working together to find solutions or it might be that we see tangible progress on the ESG or environmental social and governance front. It's a good idea to note the positives down and reread your list on a regular basis adding to it. Reinforcement of positives is really important in these times and I would suggest it's not hiding from the truth or denying the issues that exist but it's just seeing that there are different options and outcomes in any situation as well as different interpretations and we have choice as to how we interpret any situation we come across. In life there's a whole range of things we get attached to and don't want to let go. Not only the negative feelings about COVID and its consequences that I've described, there are the people that we choose to love who may not love us or may not love us as much. I'm thinking children here. The ideas we don't want to change, the first drafts we write and don't want to abandon, and all the things we did to get us where we are. As per the book, What Got You Here Won't Get You There by Marshall Goldsmith, We suffer from the delusion that if we continue doing things the same way, our path to success will continue unimpeded. Einstein's definition of insanity, in fact. The book and theory tell us that what we did previously might have been holding us back from even greater success. Who knows? In today's fast-paced and changing environment, we're possibly self-limiting in terms of our potential, as well as that of the world as we just can't see beyond our preconceived ideas on life and what gives us satisfaction and pleasure. And the current times really highlight this. So, be in the present. Let go of the regrets around the pandemic that do not serve you well. And you'll find you're already starting to enjoy life more, as well as get the most out of it.
0: Thank you once again, Caroline, for sharing your insights with us and looking forward to the next podcast where you'll be talking about being the change you want to see in the world. But until then, from Caroline and from me, goodbye and thanks for listening.